The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Holy Father, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you love them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Gospel of the Lord. At the end of the proclamation of the gospel, the priest or the deacon who proclaims the words finishes his proclamation by kissing them. The saint whose life we celebrate today in no small measure lived that kiss that is applied to the holy gospel. It is a fitting and apt metaphor for the quality of his life and the depth of the teaching that he left to the church. St. Bernard of Clairvaux, and let me be absolutely clear, this is not an exaggeration, is the absolute gold standard with regard to teaching devotion to Mary in the church. I say this as a son of St. Louis de Montfort. If Father de Montfort's teaching was profound, it's because it sat on top of Bernard's. Although it's just unfortunate that many of us who are devoted to Mary and have grown up with devotion to Mary are unfamiliar with this man. He is one of the holiest and greatest men the Catholic tradition has ever produced. In fact, after he died, You've all heard of St. Augustine and the great saints who preceded from that early age of the church. The acclamation was that Bernard was the last of those guys. Um, this is how powerful and how influential he was. He entered the religious community, the monastic community of the Cistercians at a, as a young man and very quickly dedicated himself to a watchful fasting and a vigilant praying as he daily waited for the Lord to speak to him. And I want to stress that, a watchful 
fasting. Fasting for him wasn't merely self-discipline. It wasn't just an act of self-denial. It was a way that he emptied out his hunger for material things so that he would have an appetite for the spiritual. And in that appetite, it was very much for the word of God and the love of God. Bernard was a very intelligent man and he received a good education. But upon his entry into the monastery, it wasn't formal learning. It was the depth of his prayerfulness that taught him so very, very much. And it was out of that depth of prayerfulness that he taught his brothers and taught his church. His holiness was so strong that even though he was isolated in a monastery, Kings and princes and even the Holy Father heard about it. And they came to seek his advice. In fact, he had to beg several times not to be named a bishop because he understood his place was very much in his abbey with his monks. And central to all of his teaching are these words that we've heard in our readings today, which are very carefully chosen for his memorial. Bernard drank in streams of wisdom so that streams of wisdom might pour forth from his pen, as he wrote, and from his lips as he taught. He dedicated himself to seeking the full wisdom of the gospel. His companion in that seeking was Our Lady, but his object was the love of God. This love that Jesus speaks of in the Gospel. In fact, in one of his most beautiful works, which is readily available online, his Reflection on the Love of God, Bernard describes Christian life as a movement through four stages of love. And it's a remarkable discussion and one that's deceptively simple in that it's easy to understand what the words mean, but there's enough substance there to chew on for a lifetime. Bernard simply says, we begin where everybody begins. We begin by loving ourselves above everything. That's where we all start. All human beings, Christian or non-Christian, start there. We begin to, by loving ourselves. But he says, in the spiritual life, sooner or later, if we're going to grow, this love of myself has to move toward love of God. And again, he rightly recognizes the beginning of that. We move toward loving God because we love God because of what he does for us. And Bernard's going to say that's not a bad thing at all. That's not merely selfish. That is the natural progression because that's how we come to know God. We begin by loving ourselves. The more we seek the Lord, the more we come to love him for, because we experience his grace, his blessing, the gifts that he gives us. We begin to love him because we see how good he is for us. And Bernard says, and many of us stop there. 
That's not a bad place to be, but there's more. And so he says there's another stage. We begin then having recognized all that God does for us. When we really appreciate that, we come to understand how good God is, how wise God is, how constant God is, how loving God is, how forgiving God is. And we move to love God, not because of what he does for us, but because of how good, how great, how wondrous he is in himself. The third level, in a sense, of the spiritual life. The third degree of love for God, love of God that Bernard talks about. And then Bernard would say, and this is a marvelous place to be, and many mature Christian hearts reach this place. But they make the mistake of thinking they've gone to the highest level. That when I love God for who God is, I really can't do much more than that. And Bernard says, but there actually is a higher degree of love of God. And it completes the circle. We come back to ourselves. But we love ourselves for the sake of God. When we truly understand the way that God loves us, we love and appreciate our own lives differently. We love ourselves because they become where, because our lives are where we experience his goodness and where we can share his glory and show his wisdom. We love ourselves for the sake of God who desires that our lives reflect his image, his brightness, and his goodness. We recognize that God desires not just that we be good because that's what he commands, but that he made us for goodness, and he made us for himself. And we begin to love ourselves in the way that we can make a gift of our lives to him. What a remarkably beautiful, simple teaching. Easy to say, difficult to live. And Bernard would remind his monks, the best teaching is often that way. Easy to say, easy to hear, difficult to live, and that's why we have lives that are lived over time. So that little by little, degree by degree, stage by stage, we can allow the Lord in his love to move us into this depth. And for Bernard, that is exactly where Our Lady fits. She is that one who helps us along this movement of growing into these different degrees, these graduated stages of love for God, both by her example and by her presence and by her prayerfulness. In fact, that beautiful prayer that many of us grew up saying, the Memorare, was long attributed to St. Bernard. He did not write it. It was written after Bernard lived. But it was such a beautiful expression of Bernard's teaching that everyone just assumed it had to come from his pen. We have much to be grateful to this man for. He influenced the life of the church. He influenced the unfolding of European history. 
He greatly influenced Thomas Aquinas, St. Bonaventure, St. Louis de Montfort, all of those other saints whose names are more familiar and whose teaching has more directly impacted us. But every single one of them drank from the well of Bernard, who dedicated his life to drinking from the well of that wisdom that is found only in the heart of Jesus Christ. That well is present here on this altar. And in just a few minutes, we will come forward and stretch out our hands to the Lord who loves us perfectly and completely and whose great desire is that we be one with one another in him, in that life he shares with the Father. And thanks to Bernard, we now understand a bit more fully what that means and how beautiful the movement is. Amen.